With birth and with home birth, I think that visualization of what's going to happen and how it's going to play out is really important. I believe with home birth it's even more important because you have to be able to accept all the possibilities of birth because so much is out of our control. Hello, I'm Carolyn and this is What Doulas Know. I'm a doula, the mother of two, and for over 40 years, a registered nurse. My goal is to educate, support, and empower before, during, and after pregnancy with a special emphasis on labor and childbirth. All information presented in this podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. The persons presenting the episodes are not licensed doctors. You should consult a qualified medical professional before making any decisions regarding your health, including any decisions based on information presented here. Hi, it's Carolyn Reveal with an episode on home birth from What Doulas Know. So when you mention home birth, sometimes people envision hippie parents in a tub full of water that rebuke all medical treatment, or some people cringe thinking of the ick factor. The shift to hospital birth started in the 20th century, and maternity care went from a home-based event managed by female midwives and other birth attendants without any formal training to a hospital-based biomedical model of disease treatment, treating women as if they were sick and needed lots of interventions. As we as doula knows, Mm -hmm. the interventions are big. So I have Bethany with me today. Bethany is a wife, a proud mama of five, all of whom she delivered at home. Uh, She's a teacher, writer, friend, and has been a doula for over 11 years and has assisted in multiple births. She has a wonderful blog that I have spent lots of time reading and and looking at. And the blog is Strength, Love, and Birth, and a link to that and her bio are on the What Doulas Know website. So I met Bethany at a Birth with Spirit retreat, uh, and I was drawn to her quiet strength and her willingness to share herself and information. I consider her a friend, and I'm, I'm really happy that she joins us today to talk about home birth. So welcome, Bethany. Thank you, Carolyn. So I was reading your blog a couple days ago, and it said that your journey into doulaism mm-hmm. started on a couch. So tell us about that. Yes. Um, so are you talking about my story about when I was before I had kids? Yes, before all that, when I you were on your, my yeah, cousin. your cousin's couch. Yeah, That's right. I went to visit my cousin. I had only been married about a year, and she was having her first baby, um, and she lived in Wisconsin, and so I drove up to see her, and she had a stack of books next to the couch um, from her midwife that were there for her education before she gave birth, and I had never even thought about birth before, or babies, to be honest. I just was doing my thing. I was working, and I spent half the night reading those books, and I was totally amazed at what I read. Uh I kind of already had sort of a natural bent because I'm from Alaska, and I don't know, people there are sort of DIY, uh, (laughs) you know, that frontier spirit. So um, even though I hadn't heard of Homebird there either, but um, when I read those books, and a lot of them were from the 70s, early 80s, back in the days of... That hippie period. But also, yeah, high cesarean rates yes. in the general culture and the general population. So 
I remember like Suzanne Arms um, has written several books about the cesarean rate, um, mm-hmm. Silent Knife maybe. And anyway, it just totally sent me down a path. Like I had no idea that that would happen. <laughs> I was not planning that. We've talked on previous episodes about how much we don't know about yeah. birth. And mm-hmm. I am trying to educate women, especially on home birth, mm-hmm. because I think it is a totally valid choice that people don't really understand that can happen. So how did you choose then to have a home birth on your own? Did did you do a lot of research? Did you? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a researcher, just I, you know, English major. <laughs> I love to read things and write things. So um, I got home from that trip and I said to my husband, we're having a home birth. <laughs> and we hadn't even talked about babies. So of course, he was a little shocked. But when I got pregnant, like three years later, we had decided this is, you know, what we're doing. I had read a lot more since. And um, we had then moved back to where we went to college. And one of our college friends had just had um, a home birth. And so she had a midwife and I was able to meet her. And that's how I found my home birth midwife here where I live now. And now I feel like you're looking for a midwife. You probably Google, but sort of this just fell into my lap. Like, here's a midwife. I loved her. We clicked. And I had the blessing of knowing other people, obviously, that had home births, which I think is really important. To I think we need to realize that home birth could be a norm, mm-hmm. that there are a lot of beautiful home birth stories, and they're not all rushing to the hospital afterwards or whatever. And I kind of thank the Duggars for some of that because <laughs> they showed a lot of their home birth labor on TV. Yeah. It's sort of an under-the-radar thing. So let me tell you a funny story that just happened yesterday. I'm talking to someone in a coffee shop, and she's saying, I thought about home birth, but it's too hard to find you know, information in a midwife, and I just didn't feel like it, there's not enough people that do it. And I said, well, you know, I had my five babies at home. And then I was like, and I actually know that lady over there. And she just had home birth. That baby she's holding was born at home. And then someone else walked in the door. And I'm like, oh, I know her. And she had a home birth, too. And we're in a room with, like, maybe 15 people in it in a small town in a coffee shop. And at least three of the women in that room had given birth at home. But, you know, you wouldn't know that. It's the, not very well. And so she had, was under the impression not many people give birth at home. And I'm telling her, like, at least 50 percent of the women in this room have given birth at home. And so, um, yeah, I think we do need to talk about it more. So that people know it is normal and normal people. I like to think that I'm normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I had a client ask me, is home birth even legal? How how do you just decide? Then do you have to also go to the doctor? And Mm, Yeah, and that's different by state. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every state has its own laws about home birth. And so you have to do your own research. Um, But the great thing with the way the Internet has grown and through the years is that – there's a lot of information out there that's accessible now. You just have to find it. And I think the best way of finding it is really getting into a community of people that know in your area. Um, so I know in our area, there's a several really good Facebook groups about home birth with lots of women in them. And you can go in there and ask questions. In um, some states, you know, home birth is more legal than others. So you do have to do your research and find out um, yeah, I read a, uh, quite a bit about the midwives and whether they're certified or nurse midwives. And so, like Bethany just said, do your research and get help from other people that are in the know. Mm-hmm. So did you have a physician as well as a backup? Yes. With every one of my pregnancies, I saw um, an obstetrician um, throughout the pregnancy. 
so they knew me and I knew them. And if I needed to transfer that, I would um, yeah, be familiar with them. So. so when did you become a doula in all this then? You had you had your first child and then? No, um, I attended my first birth um, in a hospital as a friend when I was unknowingly pregnant with my first baby. So I was, you know, maybe like three weeks pregnant or something. And um, actually that really opened my eyes, that birth, because I saw things happen at the hospital that were wrong. I saw, um, you know, nurses sort of wielding their power unfairly over the mother. And there was a little push and pull with the midwife and the nurse. And and that was, I think, probably the start of my doula journey when I saw unfair things happening to women. And they didn't know better. You know, she didn't know. And so what do you have to do to get ready for a home birth? I liked your blog how you told the woman uh, without BS, this isn't easy. It's work. you got to be prepared. You have to do that. So give us a couple hints on how the family woman and her partner can do a little uh, preparation to get ready for the home birth. And then I kind of want to talk about the actual setting and Mm -hmm. how that works. Okay, sure. I believe that it's so important to be fully informed. Like just because something is natural, it's not going to happen easily, at least in our culture, because we have so many things working against us. So I think there's a lot of um, education that needs to happen, and that's where the reading and listening to podcasts Mm -hmm. and um, talking to other people. And then also, I feel like there's a lot of mind work that needs to be done. Like You have to really dig into what it means to do something like this, which is pretty big and pretty monumentous, you know, in a way that 98% of other women don't do. You have to accept it. And with birth and with home birth, I think that visualization of what's going to happen and how it's going to play out is really important. I believe with home birth, it's even more important because you have to be able to accept all the possibilities of birth. And sort of the way that in birth we have to surrender to what's happening, we have to sort of surrender beforehand about what might happen because so much is out of our control. So I like to say that you should dig into what you can control and then just let it play out. So control such as keeping your body healthy, maybe doing prenatal yoga so that you have muscle. And and then like we said. Also like physically, like I feel like having somebody that can tell the baby's position beforehand and really getting um, body work of some kind, chiropractic, massage, uh, craniosacral, whatever you need to get that baby in the optimal position uh, beforehand is super important. Yes. And I think that um, I've had two clients recently that uh, they went to their 37-week appointment and they're like, oh, the baby's breech. Oh, the baby's posterior. And then that was it. That was like, well, you're going to need a C-section and you're going to have to have an epidural. And there was not any discussion about let's, you know, look at 
the mile circuit. Let's look at some positioning. Let's see if we can gently turn the baby. Um, yeah, and this was something I didn't even know in my first, I don't know how many years of being a doula. I went to a lot of back labors um, in my early years, and I didn't really know. I knew a few positions that could help while you're in you know, a back labor where the baby is facing the wrong yes, direction. Sunny side sunny up. Sunny side up. And I, I knew like two positions that could help, but I didn't really know that you could do anything beforehand until a little bit later. And so I've learned a lot in that area in the last yeah, 10 years. Baby positioning is is a real expertise uh, yes, thing. So what does the home look like? Do you give birth in the living room, in the kitchen, in the be- every room you're in, I well, suppose? Well, since I've had five now, <laughs> I've been in a lot of rooms. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. So my first labor was more than 30 hours, and I was all over, you know. Um, and we did get a birth pool, an inflatable birth pool for every birth, although we didn't get to use it every time. I mostly uh, eventually deliver in my bedroom. That just feels comfortable, you know, got a king size bed. (laughs) Um, But I have been standing several times, like leaning on the dresser. And then just, you know, a lot of around the house, laboring in the living room, taking a a shower. Comfort zone. Yeah. And I have talked to a couple people about how important it is to be in your own home. Your own germs are in there, your environment's in there. So your body naturally relaxes. And sometimes when you go into a hospital setting, the contractions might slow down because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're in a, a not environment that is maybe totally comfortable. So, yeah. So I like to, when I'm talking to people about this, I say you should give birth in the place you feel most comfortable. Some people are afraid of home birth. Don't give birth at home, please. If you're afraid of home birth, Go to the hospital Mm -hmm. because you might relax at the hospital. You feel safe there. You feel like they have what you need. And that's great. You do that. But a lot of people, myself included, you know, I love being at home to give birth. The thought of a hospital birth honestly just makes me feel a little, you know, icky inside. Uh, I attend a lot of hospital births as a doula. And I'm glad that they have a place that they feel comfortable birthing. Um, But I'm also think, oh, this could be so much more comfortable at Yeah, home. yeah. I think that's one thing about being a doula that in our retreats, we all have to remind each other and ourselves that whatever the birth mother needs mm. or wants is is what we support. That's right. We don't judge people. We don't make make them do anything that, that is uncomfortable other than have labor. <laughs> Or we shouldn't. If yeah, you have right. a doula that makes you feel like you're doing something wrong, red flag. Red yeah, flag. red flag, <laughs> red flag. Okay, so I was thinking about doing this episode on home birth. The first thing that came to my mind was in the old movies where you are watching the movie and somebody's the, the lady's upstairs with all her women friends and the, uh, the authoritative figure comes in, you know, the doctor that they had to go get in the buggy. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he says is, boil some water, you know. Well, what is up with that? So I thought, what what is he really doing? And I think he's probably just really giving somebody something to do <laughs> so that they feel like they have a little bit of control because you feel so out of control some, some points during labor. So when you were at home, just pick one birth. Was Were other children there? Do you have dogs? Do you have cats? Did your whole family come in? How do you block the door? How's, how does it work? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my other children were always there 
Or my mom would take them out. You know, labor can be long. Or sometimes it's in the middle of the night. I, you know, have sent all my kids to bed. And then when they woke up, there was a baby, you know. (laughs) Um, But I always had my mom sort of on call to be there. And she came into my house um, to be the helper for, you know, the other things. So not as like my birth helper necessarily, but she was a great help with um, getting food for the midwives and taking care of the other kids and things like that. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's so important. So is there anything else you want to talk about with home births? Well, when we we did talk a little bit about um, preparing your house. Right. And um, I was just reminded this week that there is one thing I really regret at my home births now in, in retrospect that I didn't have enough fairy lights, you know, the little sparkly <laughs> that are all in all the Instagram pictures now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish I had had fairy lights. I used candles, uh, which are great, too. But I love the pictures of the birth pools and the fairy lights. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. We'll have to keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> Carry and also music. I love music at birth. And uh-huh. not everyone does. But um, it's great to have music in the background. And yeah. It can be very... I was talking to one client and she said, well, I'm going to have to have several playlists, one for when I'm active, when I'm, when I'm just needing to relax. And then, and I thought to myself, well, is the hallelujah chorus going to come on when the baby's born? But <laughs> you got to somehow tweak that. I don't yeah. know how you make that happen. <laughs> so Bethany, thank you so much for sharing your insight on home birth and, and letting us peek into to your births and your experience. And Bethany's information and bio will be on the What Doulas Know website. And you can have a link to Bethany's blog, Strength, Love, Birth, is on there as well. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of What Doulas Know. You can learn more about the show and my guests at whatdoulasknow.com. Please rate and review this show. It helps get more exposure and reach additional people. Peace to all. Thanks.